right, back to our left. People deluded, I'm back again. Come on, Ian. <laughs> I mean, Ian Wright said it there, people, and he said it greatly. People deluded, I'm back again. First things first, as I just said, we're back again. You know, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. Hope the weekend was great for you lot. Hope this week is filled with even better things in your personal and private lives. Hope you and you lot, your loved ones are healthy now. It's been a fantastic weekend. Obviously, Arsenal have returned to three-point collector settings. Obviously, we've got three points. We bounced back against Man United and we set ourselves in good stead. Two-week gap and then obviously it's Spurs and then Liverpool. So again, we, you know, we take the positives. We take the negatives and we move forward. The Brentford game was great. Every game apart from the United game was great. And there was some positives and negatives from the United game, but we did lose. We need to take both of that and be that much better against Spurs, Liverpool, etc., etc. people, because it's not going to be easy. There's still 30-odd games. We're looking good. We're doing all right. We've, excluding the United game, we've taken points where we need to take in points. Defence is shaping up. There's good little relationships all over the field um, throughout the season. You know, Zinchenko, when he's been in there, Fabio Vieira, Odegaard at times. And, you know, there's more than I can count. Saliba and Gabriel, you know, everyone was been, um, I've, I mean, I've got a lot of unpopular opinions. I think Saka's been good. I know he could score more and he could shoot and them things, but I think he's been good. Gabriel has the bozo moments in him, but I think he's been good this season. Mistake against Fulham. Everyone was disjointed defensively against United. I think he was very good yesterday. Shout out Saliba, because Saliba was good. Forget his goal, where well, he can't. You know, he scored. He, you know, fantastic bit of play on the ball when he was the last man to actually find Fabio Vieira to, to you know, Fabio Vieira, found Fabio Vieira, him and Saka linked up and Fabio Vieira went and smashed it. He got a goal. I think Gabriel did well. And obviously, you know, this is why it annoys me when people say players don't care. Gabriel had, had an injury going into this game and he's going to, and he's, and he's kept it going. Ben White, the same, you know, we hear Ben White not struggling with playing fullback, but the demands is taking its toll physically on him. Saliba, Arteta said he ain't really been training, really. People have been putting in shifts. Obviously, Partey got 77 minutes. We all know where he's at with injuries. You know, we know we have, in terms of squad depth, we're not that blessed. I do think there was, you know, there was things we could have done better against Brentford, but we was not, we was perfect. You know, three goals, clean sheet. Brentford ain't, ain't, 
at a scoreline like that at their place since they've been in the championship. They're one of the best attacking teams in the league based on how they started this season. Didn't see none of that. Ivan Tony's not tweeting. There's, he's not trending. He's not doing anything, really. We stifled their attack. We bullied them in midfield. We dealt with them defensively. And crucially, we took our chances, really and truly. Now, much like the Crystal Palace game and things like that, people big up these sides respectfully. And then when we beat them, it, we more focus on how bad they were. I do think Brentford told, gave us a bit too much respect. I'll be honest, I don't care though. That's their business, you know. We can't be held accountable for that. We need to start and end the game well. And in terms of game management, probably one of the best defensive performances I've seen this season, really and truly. I can't lie, I didn't think the atmosphere and the intensity from Brentford was there. You know, Thomas Frank in, in the aftermath to the game is still bigging us up. I think probably that transpired to their team and probably they got us a bit, they were a bit shook, but... We take that where we can. Obviously, as I said, you've got Spurs who are unbeaten in a hot sec now. You know, whether they're playing well or not, same goes for us. You've got Liverpool, whether they're playing well or not. And we all know October, in terms of all comps, it's a massive week. It's a massive month. You know, it's a massive month. As I said, it don't matter what you did in August. Don't matter what you did in September. We need to just, you know, survive the winter. For me personally, we just need to get out of this turn of the year, you know, January, still realistically saying the same things we're doing. Partey was solid. To be fair with you, I do think Partey gets the best out of Xhaka and Xhaka gets the best out of Partey. There's been times last season where they were holding each other's hands and, you know, that is our first choice pivot. I don't think, I don't think that is, you know, good enough for Arsenal Football Club. I still think, obviously, is a quality player. If he's not available for whatever reason, then it's irrelevant. I like what Xhaka brings. I think Xhaka can be part of the squad. He's playing well. Obviously, I think he arguably should be man of the match yesterday, among others, take part in the voting over their people. But, you know, we probably need to upgrade on that and big up Xhaka for his durability. Shout out the Arsenal fans who, you know, we all know we live in a day and age. If you play well, you should be praised. If you play bad, you should be criticised. Obviously, we've drawn a line. I don't like to keep waffling about the fans and Xhaka because it's, it's, it's boring. But, you know, it's lovely to see the chance, lovely to see Ethan come off the bench, lovely to obviously score three goals. Jesus gets his first goal away from home, really and truly. And, you know, Jesus is a baller in all aspects. Where Jesus is concerned, people, obviously, if he goes and gets a yellow card against Spurs, which I think he will, then he's not playing against Liverpool, really. So we're going to have to do up that one, really. Keep your opinions and that coming, people. Top quality as as usual, really and truly. Let me make a timestamp and just obviously I watched the game again, people. I just want to say some some little thoughts on it, really beyond the obvious. Again, you can check out my reviews already. Um, again, in terms of my notes, first thing, Saliba boss. That's what I've got. Saliba boss. Gabriel, when focused, is different gravy. If he could just cut out the bozo jeans. He's lit. And for Saliba, you're learning good tests. Obviously, you saw what the Prem's about. We failed the test against Marcus Rashford and United and that counter-attack. I do think it's not a single player you can blame for that United game. It's more the tactics with Mikel Arteta because from midfield to defence, our centre-backs were wide, our full-backs weren't close enough, our midfield was all doing other things. But you saw a little test of what the Prem's about against Sancho, Rashford and whoever they played at the time. Good test against Zaha, where obviously the direct competition was Ben White, who take nothing away. Ben White had a solid game as well. Also, a man of the match contender for me in all aspects, man. Big up Ben White, he's doing well. As much as I'm team Tommy Yasu and I think he needs to be back in that team, you can't drop Ben White at this moment in time. But yeah, for Saliba, you've dealt with Zaha, good experience against United, dealt with Mitrovic, and it's a collective performance. It's not just one person, but we all knew Ivan Tony versus Gabriel or Saliba. They were the that's the sort of headline blockbuster selling sort of thing. Smash the like button, people, and we dealt with that. Like I said, 
we all were involved. And for me, I loved the goal um, which Jesus scored purely because it was a typical Arsenal goal. 14, 15 passes before Xhaka's expertly found Jesus, who's lost his man. That's, you know, if, if Jesus loses his man, then if you're playing against him, you're in trouble. So really like the performance. I think Tierney did well as well. Obviously, he ain't got the sort of skillers that Zinchenko can come with, but he played as an out-and-out fullback as well. I think he did his best to do the inverted fullback thing to his own way. Ben White, like I said, did well. Ramsdale had nothing to do, but in the second half, literally two saves, he had to make them. These things there can change the trajectory of the game. In terms of improvements, I did think the offside flag saved us a bit, but Sambi Lokonga, not to put a negative on anything, but, you know, there was a penalty shout, offside saved us. And just for Lokonga to learn, you've come off the bench, be switched on. There's no need for you to be pulling Ivan Tony. And just before, just after that, there was an offside incident where, um, obviously, it went for us. But on another day, they might deem that Lokonga, who actually went to play the ball, is, has touched it. And then, obviously, Tony's onside. So, they were just little bits of moments and pieces. I think Fabio Vieira did well. Obviously, Xhaka helped, um, can't even remember now, but Xhaka played a part. A couple of players played a part, but our first goal comes against the run of play. I think they've had a dead ball scenario. We've counter-attacked. I think Xhaka and Fabio Vieira were involved. Ben White and, and Saka did very well to obviously fashion the corner for us. Saka's obviously found Saliba. Saliba's lost Josh De Silva and Ivan Tony. That's probably why they always say they don't want defenders doing that sort of job. And he's pulling it in the back of the net. You know, dead ball scenario, FC, set-piece FC, we, we showed what we're on. But Fabio Vieira, encouraging, really. I think he put himself about obviously he got a rough tackle and he didn't react well but I think when you look at the statistics I I, I think you know I, I do think it's a very English thing and lazy narrative to talk about welcome to the Prem and these things which is true but statistically he was kicked from pillar to post that portal so I don't think that's something against him I think he had some cute touches I think he tried his best to mimic Odegaard's play and to put his own little spin on it peeling out to the right-hand side. Obviously, he linked up with Saka for his goal. You know, obviously, Saka gets the assist. It's a fantastic bit of play. I just alluded to his involvement in the first one as well. So, I think there's a lot to come, but you're doing what you can. And I think it shows that Fabio Vieira can... fans are scared of depth. I do think they're scared of depth. I think fans can recognise you need depth and you need strength in depth, but... Especially now, you know, the, the flavour of the week is going to be, oh, how does out Smith Rowe and Odegaard is peak? Fabio Vieira just before that. Tini can't play Zinchenko, Tomiassi. We need a squad. The, you know, I do think Fabio Vieira can coexist with these players. There might be games where the Zinchenko, the Smith Rowe, the Odegaards and him are all on the field or one or two or none, really. We need options, really and truly. You know, again... If, if Jesus gets a yellow card against against Spurs, then obviously he does not play against Liverpool. That obviously brings in Eddie and Ketia and that might be able to chop and change little things that could be done. We need a squad. So yeah, Fabio Vieira can coexist with Smith Rowe and Odegaard or if they're injured, Jesus, just a, a brilliant player, man. Jesus, just a brilliant player from the tactical fouls to his link-up play. Obviously, you need to get goals. You know, I did think so. It's Jesus, so I let it slide, but... I think last seven, eight minutes of this first half, we was probably enjoying ourselves a bit too much and he was doing skills in areas. I was thinking, whoa, my bro, if this was another play, I'm not perfect. I might have a lot more to say. Ben White deserves praise again, showing levels in that role. I think you're more suited to right-back than centre-half. Don't get it twisted. I think you can play centre-half. I just prefer you at, at, at right-back. But again... God forbid, if Gabriel or Saliba get suspended, injuries, loss of form, we need options. Don't forget, Mikel Arteta has never shied away from talking up Tommy Asu's versatility from right back, obviously, to left back. In his pre-game co uh, comments, he spoke about how he could play centre-back. You can't say what foot he is. So, for me, I'm all for when you've got Tommy Asu's, Ben White, Zinchenko, 
Martinelli, Fabio Vieira. When you've got guys that are actually good and can do something, I don't mind them playing other roles. It's in historically at Arsenal. We've had strikers that can barely play up front and we're making them play wide. Do you get it, people? And things of that nature. Um, Sacco's quality, the, the goals will come. And it is testament to Sacco if people think he can go several levels. I don't think statistics tell the full story, you know. But, you know, he, he, he's chipped in in terms of goals and assists. And there's more to come from this 20-odd-year-old, 21-year-old man. Big up for Kyle Sacco. I think he's working well this season. First goal is his corner off the back of him and Ben White obviously doing well. As I said, it came against a run of plays. Xhaka and, and Fabio Vieira did well as well in the build-up to that, really and truly. And I think that was the fourth header that Brentford have conceded this season. It was nice for Ethan to make his debut as well, people. Um, I do think Martinelli could and should have scored, but we're doing what we need to do, really. I've got nothing else to say, to really say. In terms of improvements, it's more a, a grand scheme of things, I think, we need to add depth. Anything happens to Partey again, anything happens to potentially Xhaka Saliba at this moment, Ramsdale, anywhere else, we might be in trouble. Every team could be in trouble, but we need to fix up. I do think players, one thing that, you know, you can never question players' commitments, but obviously players are playing with Knox. Saliba's not really been training and putting in shifts. So imagine what happens if he can trade. Gabriel, you saw him, you know, kind of, his fire was hurting him in the game and before the game, he soldiered it. We know Zinchenko, when when his players dealt with that. We know Ramsdale. Party did well to get 77 minutes. We also know Ben White and a bunch of other players. And then they got injured because he's playing with an injury. Um, so, yeah, I don't think people should ever say these players don't care. As I said, the only criticism I could see, I did think first last eight minutes sorry, of the first half was probably overplaying, but we showed game management. We scored goals. We won the game. Everybody won their individuals all over the field. We didn't really give them any chances. We didn't allow them or their fans to grow any confidence. We kept a clean sheet events against a very good team. You know, Brentford are going to do good things if they stay in this league. They strike me as a very ambitious club. You know, they're going to do good things. As I said, the offsides with, with Tony, Ivan Tony towards the end has to help us. And Saliba obviously did very well as the last. There'll be times where he gets caught, but he did well to evade Ivan Tony for one of the goals. And then obviously, I think that, like I said, I think that was in the build-up to Fabio Vieira's goal. And also, he made some very good, important tackles. You know, Xhaka's importance to this team, maybe we're, we are going to live or die by that because I do think we need to improve that. But Xhaka does his thing. It's as simple as that, really and truly. Um, you know, and the second one we scored, we had their stadium quiet, as, as you can imagine, 14, 15 passes from front to back. Xhaka gets the important one. Obviously, well, you could say the most important touch is Jesus because he scored his header and done his thing. But it was a good little assist from Xhaka. I think both of them players are in my FPL team. So I've got nothing but praise for the boys, really and truly. I've got nothing, nothing but praise for the boys, really. Um, Obviously, you know me. I love a good old tactic board thing. But yeah, man, as I said, from front to back, you know, I don't need to put all of the players in. The most important phase for you lot is obviously there's a one-two play. Xhaka's already found Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus has made a run from out to in. By the time the Brentford centre-back sees him, it's too late. The ball's in the back of the net. That was obviously the second goal, people. Then obviously the first one, like I said, we broke from, from one side to another. Ben White and Saka did well to earn the corner. From the resulting corner, obviously they're doing zonal marking and maybe if they had men on the post, this goal is denied. But Ivan Tony and J Josh De Silva, sorry, are not natural defenders. The corners come in. Saliba's done well, you know, the man's lit in it. Gets his head up, caresses it into the far pole. He's probably trying to bring other players in, but psh, they all count in it. And Saliba seems to be the man away from home still. So, yeah, he did his thing. Again, 
it is it is what it is in that regards. And um, I wouldn't say the most impressive goal, but yeah, man, I'm not going to lie. As great as Saliba is, naturally, you're going to smash the light bulb, people. You're going to have hearts in mouth moments. And then there was a lovely incident. It looked like Tony might just nick it. Saliba finessed him. Obviously, he's, pl he's played Fabio Vieira. Fabio Vieira and Saka have played a 1-2, advancing the steps a bit more. Saka gets the assist, but it's all Fabio Vieira. He's banged it. You know, it was good play. I really did like the transitional play. If we could just imp just get that to a greater level, just get some more depth, then we have a decent team, man, really. We're going to have good or bad stages in this season, but we really need to get top four. There's no reason why you should not be fighting tooth and nail to get top four qualification in the Premier League come May. And Europa League, you obviously want to go as far as you can go. Dream chasing, but I'm an Arsenal fan. You obviously want to go as far as we can go in the FA Cup. And the League Cup, once you're in it, you might as well try. And obviously, we've got a young squad. We've got a squad that, yes, you've got Odegaard, who's been around them, Champions League winners and things at Madrid. You've got Jesus and, and Zinchenko, who obviously won a lot at City, you know couple of other players have come in with stuff. couple of these players under Mikel Arteta have won stuff. But when you've got a young squad and you're trying to develop things, the best feeling is winning. Winning games, seeing the training pay off on the training pitch when you do the hard task, like we did defensively yesterday. But also when you just win trophies, you're creating a culture, you're setting things up really and truly. Look at Klopp, how much League Cups have him and, as, as Liverpool and City dominated and things. And then they've obviously gone and done things. And for a team that a lot of these players have, you know, the potential to go and do that, haven't done that, the quicker you can win these things, the better. The only thing I see scary is the depth. We know when everybody's fit, we can, you know, winning, losing, drawing comes with anything in football, but we know when everyone's fit, excluding the refs, Arsenal can give anybody a game. The problem is it's not always, you're not always going to have your best players. You're not always going to have Xhaka in form or Partey available and things. So it's the depth, but fundamentally we can't do anything about that until January. So we're going to have to deal with this October period. We're going to have to deal with the November period. We're just going to have to make it happen. It's as, it's as simple as that really and truly to be brutally honest, man. We're just going to have to make it happen. Like there's, there's no other way around it still. Now, it is what it is in that regards, firmly. Like, I don't know why that's not on, but cool. Turn that on. Sorry, folks. Why is this froze? Oh, we're still here. Sorry about that, folks. But yeah, man, it's nice to see, but we need to keep going, man. And I've been impressed this season. The problem is, you know, we ain't played 30 games. You know, we ain't played 10, 12. The gaffers himself said, yo, let's see what we're saying after 10 to 12 games. And obviously every game that we move closer to that, we need to see improvements and little bits and pieces and things like that. So it's a good start. I'm liking what we're doing. I'm liking the building blocks, but I do somewhat think we're falling short. But end of the day, you know, we're top of the league right now. The more you can keep winning games, when that inevitable down period happens, we give ourselves a chance. As you know, game management, squad personnel, not signing people in January or in the summer. And obviously our, rea our, our, our reaction last season to losing or dropping points at various periods, even though there was also periods where... We showed good bits of form and put run, winning runs together. That, as well as playing away from home and many other micro and, and macro things, played a part as to why Arsenal fell short. So, so far, so good. We are showing some little improvements in that regards. And I am absolutely buzzing when we play like how we did. You know, that was a perfect performance. That and Bournemouth, I would say, are the most perfect performances. You know, obviously... We're not going to be like that, but we need to transpire some of that to when we play United at Old Trafford, which you have to wait a year and catch them on the rebound. When we play the Chelsea's, when we play Liverpool, when we play Spurs, because we held an L from Spurs last year. They held an L. Again, they don't do well at the Emirates. Make sure that is the thing, in it? But this is what we need to do. You know, the, the things I've just stated, as well as putting in performances against the top six, 
sides, we need to do that because that is what teams that win Premier Leagues, win Champions Leagues, qualify for these competitions and all of these things do, really. So we're going to have to see. But so far, so good. And with that, that's the first timestamp. What are you lot saying? Before I get into all of this other other stuff, people, what are you lot saying? As usual, appreciative to you lot tuned in. One of our best performances this season, as we didn't allow Brentford to play, we won the midfield battle. We were able to play possession football and took our chances in front of goal. Yeah. You know, I do think we could be even more clinical. I do think we could we could have early on worked Raya a bit more. I do think Martinelli should have bagged like Southampton away. I do think, you know, a lot of shots, with the exception of Granite, who can hit them, and Tini, Tini, Xhaka, Saka, there was a lot of them that were ballooning over. I do like the fact that we're shooting, but we do need to be a tiny bit more clinical. If I'm at a push, I still don't think we're creating enough for Gabriel Jesus. Like, how many did we really create for him? You gave him a little bit of service and, and he scored the death header, but we're not creating enough clear-cut chances. Half the time you say Jesus, he's trying to do the wavy Brazilian thing, make a yard of space for himself in the box and try and do a thing. I think to go to the next... And that's been something that's, whether it's been Eddie up front, tail end the last season, whether he scored or not, historically, Aubameyang, Lacazette or anyone, I don't feel we present our strikers with enough clear-cut chances. So there are a couple of things we can improve to go to. And there's always things, you know, we're not Premier League winners. We're not Champions League winners. You don't mention Arsenal in the same way you mention Real Madrid and all of these sort of teams. So until we're in that, you can always improve. And once you get there, obviously you need to keep going. So yeah, man, interesting talking points. Jamrock TV, I see you. Appreciative for you gifting out a community sub. I've just looked over there on Twitch and seen that your, your, your support is appreciated, my dude. That intro has to be the best on Twitch. Try and tell me different. I appreciate that. Big up Josh, Stevie, Manny and Jason. Y'all looking good. Played well. Amen. I need this Xhaka against Spurs next game. Them boy can't chat to the current Xhaka party setup. Again, I hear you, but listen, you already know anything can change is an Arsenal minute. God forbid we could wake up tomorrow and someone else has a little knock, like we've seen with Martin Odegaard and things. And again, I'm not really... I'm disappointed, obviously, and you, it does fill you with nerves when people are not involved, but... We've been down this road. We've seen this story. Injuries are part and parcel where this football takes. So, yeah, big up the YouTube members. See, appreciative for your support. Let's make sure we're hitting the like button as we come in. Partey was solid. Make Xhaka excel. Fabio's goal, though. But you want an honest review. Listen to listen in as DG's dropping nothing but diamond and we got a win against the Hammers. Appreciative. Yeah, man. Big up Everton, boy. I see you lot still. It will be... I, I, Wenger told them, and then you know, Iwobi's a central midfielder. He's doing his thing. Maybe things would have worked out different at Arsenal if we wasn't playing you as a ten slash, you know, off the left. Because his game, he's not a man that's he, obviously now that I say this, he could go and start scoring goals, but he's not a man that's ever going to strike you as someone that's going to bag in the Premier League. Son Hattrick was lit. I wouldn't say it's the best thing, but you know, Spurs and that. Big up DG, amazing performance from the whole team, even with a few players having slight knocks. Mania said 300 odd more subs for 50k, 50k soon land. Amen. Xhaka redemption is real. I hear that fact. Big up DG Partey silently making us more powerful. Not having him is a big drop in play, as proven by this performance. Amen. We all know with Partey, it's not a thing where the quality is there, but if you're not there, it's irrelevant, really. There is a drop off, like you said. I mean, the North London derbies are always close games at the Emirates, really. You know, it's normally you lot have a Love Island you We have a Love Island you Both of them score is 1-1. You know, we know Son's going to take a tumble and dive. You know, it wouldn't be a North London derby if you lot didn't get a pen. 
From a selfish point of view, glad White and the Brazilian free ain't going and getting a rest. Not happy with Partey and Saliba we going with their countries. Charles Watt said that Saliba, he, he didn't say it, but he kind of alluded to Saliba might, because he ain't been training, that Saliba might just pull out of that. Now, if I'm Saliba, I don't think he will. I think, obviously, he's a young man, you know, as good as he's doing and, and building off what he did at Marseille. France are littered with talent. I would personally always want to be there to remind the champs, listen, yo, you're on me. Make sure that you take me. I'm lit. I'm doing my thing at Arsenal. Everyone said I wouldn't. So, yeah, but you're right. From a selfish point of view, you would love for Saliba to pull out and things, pardon me, pull out of that. You hope that Zinchenko is, is good to go and be part of, pardon me, the, the Spurs squad in some capacity, whether Tini gets dropped or not, or we move into midfield. You hope Partey's wrapped in cotton wool because, you know, he got 77 minutes. He's going to go off and play for Ghana now. Could be an issue. Partey at number six doing things shows why we need a competent young six to learn from him. Amen. DG, would you agree that's our best performance so far this season? In terms of everything, yeah, it's up there. You know, that and Bournemouth, you know, you kept them quiet, really and truly. You know, for me, you'd have to, really. I I, I was, I, I, I would say Palace for me or Leicester. But then again, you know, Palace, apart from we made a blistering first 25, 30 minutes and then probably backs against the wall a bit too much, even though there was positives. I did like the attacking and the middle third against Leicester, but I think why I wouldn't say that is defensively there was a lot of brain farts. I did like the grind and will to win against uh, Fulham and, and Villa, but obviously if we're real with ourselves, we made it harder than it needed to be. The only time I was really liked what we did against Man United, even though we lost, was probably when it was 1-1 and you felt we might be able to do a thing there. But between that and... Bournemouth, that's it. And that's where we need to get better. Because if you're harsh, Arsenal Football Club, a team that wants to get top six, respectfully to Brentford, because they're, they're lit. And Bournemouth, you're doing your thing. But if we sit here and say our best performances are against, you know, Brentford and Bournemouth, then we have to go up several levels. Because even if it wasn't, you should respectfully to Brentford. You know, if you want top six, you need to be winning these games. You know, I was happy. Big up the Arsenal fans, man. You know, I watched the game again uh, just before I came online once again, people. And Obviously, I can listen to it without with the commentary on, and they're singing for young Ethan. He's got school in the morning, Arsenal ways on bad stuff, man. But yeah, man, DG, we are balling. Made Brentford look ordinary. Went to the Beehive and walked away with the honey trust. Pest, pest control settings. Partey is the cog in the Arsenal team. Vieira's limbs look like twigs, but Jesus, but Jesus, he can crack it when he needs to. Jesus got four more, got four bookings, one more, and he gets a one-game ban. Amen. That was the most complete Arsenal performance to date this year. Ooh, to date this year, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Uh, I know it wasn't amazing, but, you know, Chelsea away, United at home last season. Unpopular opinion, I feel so much better when my captain Tierney is at left back. I mean, it shouldn't be an unpopular opinion. Vieira has come from the home of clever fouls. Would you take a Wobie back? Big up a Wobie back, nah. Well, like the Wobi can be part of the squad, but he's not gonna help us become a consistent top four team, a consistent team that can challenge when we play top six games, a team that's competing for trophies, whether in the Europa or long-term Champions League, or by God's grace in the Premier League, or you know, even scumbagging a couple FA Cups again. He's not gonna take us into that scenario. So for me, it's a myth, brother. Like, you know, hey Lendon that, but myth. Shout out Jamrock TV, man. Glad I could catch the stream. Work's been mad. I mean, to be busy is a privilege. Fans need to big up yourself and the Twitch ones. Fans need to understand football is a squad game. 38 games in the Prem, FA Cup, League Cup, Europa. There's injuries, loss of form in football. You need quality depth. Keyword, quality depth. 
because obviously big ups to Tavares and shout out Cedric, but the drop off with them at fullback was way too much. And you know, there was other things. Arteta is achieving everything he wants from the team's goals from all different sides of the squad. I disagree. I think we're moving there. But when you listen to Mikel Arteta, we're not where we want to be yet. I don't think we're where we want him to be yet, really. I don't think we're, we have scored a lot of goals, but the men that I want to score goals haven't. And I, as I said, I don't think we're creating enough clear-cut opportunities for Jesus. Obviously, we've had some very good defensive performances, even when we've conceded. But them brain farts, them, you know, the Leicester, the, the goals we conceded against Leicester, never mind that, the, the penalty that was VAR, that was overturned by VAR. And just before that, making the Fulham and, and, and Villa games harder than it needs to be. We're not going to be there overnight, but we're moving. And again, you see what happens when you don't mess about in pre-season. You get a couple players in early and things like that. 50k subs incoming soon, land. Make sure to subscribe to DG's Twitch and YouTube channels. Check out DG's socials and merch store. Appreciate that, man. Come on, come on, come on. All right, boss, man. That's cool, man, but grow up a bit, man. Come on, man. It's bank holiday, bro. Big up Gilfie Gherkin. What a name, man. Love for doing what you just did there, man. Grow, grow up a bit there, man. I'm sure you're a nice guy, boss, man, but uh, pattern up, man. You're ruining the vibes, man. You know, you have to you have to really ask yourself where you, what are you doing on this bank holiday, my guy. Pattern, please. Mods, squid games that you please. Thank you. Pulled up the goal a whole leap of times. Come on. Hey Zeus, hey Zeus can head the ball, the spring and power arrowed into the corner. A thing of beauty. Big up G1 as well, if I didn't make that clear. We need to go to Tottenham with intent. You mean they're coming to our place, but I get the point. Have to roll these men over and show City and everyone else that we ain't messing around. Unpopular opinion, I agree with what you're saying, but we just need to keep doing what we're doing. Let's not listen to the noise. You know, we saw it last season. We were the worst team ever. There's no project. We don't know what's going on. Then we was a shoo-in for third, let alone fourth. You know, we just have to keep doing what we're doing. You know, take the positives and the negatives from all the games we've played and just chase excellence. You know, I get the vibe that a lot of these players would do that. Yeah, you might have scored, but ask yourself, if I'm Jesus, why don't you get two? If I'm Martinelli, why didn't I score? You know, is there anything Saliba could have done better? Gabriel, Tierney, we can't rest on our laurels. So let's just, you are right, we need to go there with intent, but let's just keep doing what we're doing. And I do feel sometimes, mainly last season, and hopefully it's changed, We've gone into them sort of games. Not that we've played it down and you can't talk it up, but I think we've we've overruled ourselves probably a bit too much in them sort of games there. I think we did that against United this year. Um, I think we did that against Spurs at, at, at their place. I think we did that against Newcastle. And obviously, at the same time, where it's the most important game of your lives today and the season, it's also just a game of football. And I do think more so Spurs, I think Conte found that balance at the time of not playing down the importance to his players, but calming it down sort of thing. Jesus could have had a hat-trick. Big up Riley, man. And you're right, North London Derby soon upon us, man. Exact, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, we already know how I feel. Football is a form of expression, just like dancing is. You know, as usual, let's be honest. As black people, we like dancing. On Rio's dancing, we're wavy, isn't it? Obviously, other people as well. But we do this thing. Brazilians do it as well. And it was disgusting seeing what them Atletico fans were doing, what they've, how they've been treating Vinicius. And obviously, you saw the chanting. You saw like the is it the Gollywog thing. You saw that. You obviously, it's got obviously um, the Real Madrid Ukrainian keeper Lunyan or something like that was subject to some nasty abuse. And it's scary because them lot are going to go back into society as teachers, as lawyers, as whatever, where they can invoke their prejudices. It's disgusting. And, it, you know, it's nice to see all the Brazilian youths 
supporting each other. Obviously, I'm never going to want to back Spurs, but Richarlison's being killed for doing skills. Neymar's being booked for celebrations. Vinicius, man wants to dance. It's a form of expression, bro. Like, you get it. Even, you know, to use Scott McTominay as an example, he's trying to break legs every week. That's a form of expression. I don't agree with it necessarily, but that's a form of expression. That's what this country loves. This country will not like somebody dancing in football terms, but someone flying into tackles, breaking someone's kneecap is something, and that, that extends everywhere else. You know, when have you got the vibe that Vinicius has never been humble? You know, never, be, you know, how is he not showing respect for his teammates? Obviously, if Vinicius is going to skill man up, you're going to get kicked. And obviously, to play the the, the the devil's advocate, who says you, you have to respect your opponent from a footballing point of view? Why can't you bust skills? It's absolutely disgusting, you know. Atletico Madrid's fans, you know, last time I checked, I don't know what skin colour Condogby or Cunha and these, Thomas Lamar and these guys are, but when you find out, let me know. It's disgusting. And how must they feel? It's fucking disgusting. So Vinicius and Cole keep flipping dancing, man. The La Liga's condemned the abuse. We all know when it comes to this, you know, taking action against racism, um, you know, it's, 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 it's silly, really. You know, nothing is going to be said. Nothing's going to be done. The obvious is going to be said, really and truly. You know, you all saw that agent Pedro, Pedro Bravo say on Spanish television on the discussion that in Spain, you have to respect rivals and stop playing the monkey. That sounds smart, doesn't it? Keep doing what you're doing, man. And anyone else, man. Football's about individuality. It's about expression. It's about joy. You think you think you think Vinicius Jr. just rocked up at the burnabout and started dancing? He's probably been dancing when he was playing in the favelas and that is it's jarring, man. It's absolutely jarring, you know. And all these guys that criticize that, they, they must be fucking shit. I'm not saying that I'm not a professional footballer, but they must be fucking shit. There must not be anything wavy about them. They must be unattractive. Life is shit. Wife cheating on them and just evil. Anyone that discriminates against someone for their sexual orientation, for their skin color, for their religion, you're rather than how they carry themselves, you're a fucking scumbag. And you deserve all misfortune in this world, really and truly. It's disgusting. And it's not going to stop. We'll be here in a couple of months, either with Vinicius Jr. or somebody else. It's a dickhead thing. Do you think we'll suffer from the same counter-attacking problems as City? Yeah. <laughs> you saw it against United, bro. Let's talk about the throw-ins, especially from White and Tommy Assi. Very effective. I mean, professional football, should be able to do that. Saliba will learn. Looks like he's got that out of system quickly. I mean, he's going to have bad games and stuff, but that's what it should be. You shouldn't get too excited when you're winning. You know, you hold yourself accountable if you've played bad or your team's played bad, but it shouldn't make or break you. And even if Arsenal, after losing to United, if they felt sorry for themselves, then I'd, I'd personally question their mentality because... You, you know, you lost to United, you hold your question marks, but how much wins did you put on the board? How much games are there to play? You know, this is why if you go on a winning run, don't think you're amazing. If you lose, don't think you're bad. Level-headedness all the way. Happy to see him balling out, man. Jesus will get a yellow against Spurs and Mr. Liverpool game. Aye, right, man. Big Eddie and Ketio, he made 100 appearances. Which element of his game needs more work for Martinelli? Composure or quicker ball releases? I would probably say... I like him, but he's scatty. Like, I don't think the technical level is really going to become polished, but I'd say polish that up. And you're right, man. Sometimes pass and shoot quicker. I would say finishing, like, obviously you're going to live or die by that in it. And there's a couple of times, as much as Martinelli's done well, he, he's missed some booky chances. Southampton comes to mind. Yesterday comes to mind. Fair enough, it was the second minute, but he should have scored. Uh, City would come to mind where he basically missed an open goal. We allow him. The ref was in the way and that. But yeah, man. Natural thing. Xhaka's pass was lit still. Partey is our only world-class player. Oh, don't know if Partey is world-class personally. World-class, a big shout, but top, top player, man. Champions of August, we'll never sing that. Boy, 
I know a team that's won their first Prem title in 30 odd years, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, bro. Where was Ethan? Where was Ethan? Ethan weren't even in his dad's bullsack last time you won the thing. And we've got the same last time we won it better yet. And and we've got the same amount of trophies. Like, but then these Liverpool fans are gonna go, oh, Champions League. Big up Marcel, man. The beef will never stop. Focus on ourselves and strive for perfection every game and in training. Amen. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Sakura Martinelli should have scored, but a good result. Another one that would that should have been five or six. Amen. Are you happy with Hazus' goal tally so far? Yes and no. Because I think he should have a lot more and he should have a lot more service. But yeah, he's doing his thing. Title race. Listen, I haven't looked at the league table. I don't know where Arsenal are. We just need to keep working hard, doing what we need to do. And we'll see what we're saying. You know, obviously, I wouldn't personally put Arsenal in a title race. But you never know. You know, everyone plays the same amount of games. But we just need to keep working hard and doing what we're doing, man. Political Palmer settings. North London derbies are must win. If you can't win, don't lose. Disgusting, bro. Disgusting. Disgusting. Shout my beige and tugs. It's disgusting, bro. It's disgusting. And it's not going to stop Eddie or Elanga. Meedy versus Meedy slightly. But big up, Eddie. Did you know Arsenal haven't scored past Liverpool since since 2020? All comps, DG home and away. Is that Take that to VAR. But if, that isn't, if that's true, then we need to pattern up. And to be fair, we're champions of September as well. You know we do this. It ain't easy. Two months on the top of the table, and they said they said Super Mikel Arteta is not Super Mikel Arteta. The drip is different now. I'm playing off topic, people. 107 likes. Thank you very much for doing that. Keep progressing, Twitch gang. You lot just do your job in it. I mean, I would say I don't think we have any world class players personally, and that's not a disrespect to anyone. I think if anyone has the scope to become it, Jesus. If Partey stays fit and really is able to play more than eight games, then I'd say him. Personally, I feel Martin Odegaard as well. Long-term, maybe a couple of these young players, but I feel that that world-class thing is thrown around too easy in football. Martinelli needs to be a little bit neater. He needs to pattern his finishing consistently and releasing the ball. Yeah, our whole team played really good yesterday. Amen. Big up, DG. When was, was the last time you had to add this many names in question for man of the match? Boy, I don't know, man. And that's the point. We've got the same amount of trophies. But all we hear, you know, we know Arsenal are finished and they keep telling us that we're wrong. But we hear Liverpool's the best thing since sliced bread. This is the best. That title winning side with Tiena Trent is the best ever Liverpool side. They're better, best ever Premier League side. They're better than Invincibles. They're better than anyone that procure global warming. They're better than United's Ferguson sides, which they're not. They're better than Jose's sides, which they're not. They're better than the Invincibles, which they're not. They're better than the sides that won at Old, um, won at Old Trafford in Old 2 or whenever it was. Mate, brazy. I don't know about any of that, bro. You're going to have to just see, watch this space. What I would say is Arsenal have a job to convince players and we'll, you'd have to see what's going on in it. Hating on Vinicius, bro. They get nervous. Them man there don't touch the dance floor. They get finesse for free drinks and that. Hey, just keep dancing, man. You think, and the wickedest thing is, you know, when I see Coke and all these players talk, you really think kicks, you know, Jesus probably don't even feel these kicks anymore. You think a youth from Brazil that's been through what he's been through, you think he's scared of some first world twats talking about, I'm going to kick you from, you know, kick the lights out of you. And if you kick him, you've got Militao, you've got Ridigan, a madman thing now, you know, you've got Valverde and all of these guys to contend with. Not better than them city sides. I'm just getting up to myself now, man. There's times when Martinelli just has to slow down a bit, in my opinion. And also, Gabriel's bozo gene getting worse. Played a hospital pass backwards in the Brentford game. Ah, a bit harsh, man. You know, a couple of people got away with stuff. You know, Gabriel Jesus got away with trying skills in stupid areas as much as I like Jesus. 
yeah, man, I see, you know, Matteo Guendouzi's really being a box-to-box midfield midfielder and scoring in both goals. Crazy. Crazy. So, yeah, it does need to be a little a little neater, man. A little neater. Koke's a good player, but I hate all of this. How is it disrespectful, bro? Like, how? Obviously, you know, if I'm a fullback and them man are winning 4-0 and Vinicius is doing step-overs and stuff, of course he's going to embarrass me. I'm going to want to kick him. But how is it showing no respect? Who actually, you know, he's not mocks you for being human. He's shaking your hand. Man, want to do skills. Football's about being savagery. What's this about? I think yesterday was the most mature performance this season. We are learning game management that we lacked previously. Hey, this is one booking away from suspension, but could mean versus Liverpool. Eddie has to take his chance. Have to take your chance. You're holding bench. Make sure you phone the phone. You know, or maybe Smith Rowe could come back in off the left. Martinelli could go up front. You got Saka on the right. I'm not too sure with that. By God's grace, Jesus doesn't get booked against Spurs, but we all know he's going to. He has to take it for the team, really, you know. So it wouldn't surprise me if and when that, that happens, but it comes with the territory, man, really. Big up you lot. Would you keep Vieira in the side or dropping for Odegaard? I'm not going to lie, North London derby tomorrow, I'm putting Odegaard in. I personally, Odegaard starts for me, but Fabio Vieira has given Arteta no reason to drop him and he's and he's been doing quite well obviously people you know he's got his little cameo against united where fans were waxing lyrical did well you know the very fact that he likes to shoot is a plus point for me and you saw it yesterday got some experience in the europa league and obviously his seat him tierney smith rowe tomiyasu their season started shorter than us they haven't had that preseason, so they're starting again somewhat so the more he can build up fluidity rhythm connections with his teammates most importantly confidence and things he's calm I didn't even watch it. Exactly. Where in the rule book does it say man can't do skills, bro? And this is coming from an Arsenal fan who used to see Nani do, pardon my language, fuckery, put it on his head. And then what? Gab Gilberto Silva or someone just kicked him. And that's cool. You know, you do skills, you get kicked. The world keeps spinning. Well, you can't tell man he's being disrespectful. Partey, Vieira, Odegaard in a free. I don't think you could yet. Drop Xhaka. I think Xhaka Partey or the God for me. Big up Fabio Vieira, but I think I will go back to that. Yeah, yeah. Koke didn't really say anything. It's more the... It's more the fans. Like, go on. I would show it on... I don't even know if there'll be copyright and things like that against the stream on YouTube, so I wouldn't. But, like, it's disturbing in 2022 as well. And these are the same individuals who, when something happens around the world, will say, pray for this and pray for that. They'll be the same people that if Adama Traore, not that he should be in the Spain squad, or Asu Fati, if they score, they're going to be celebrating. They're the same guys that will be jumping the highest if Kondogbia scored. But that's a universal thing, isn't it? I think it's too early to drop anyone, but I think it's time to go for bro Rogers' days. To be fair, Rogers, Rogers ain't been helped by the board and their recruitment and things. That can't all be on him. But yeah, man, that squad has needed to pattern for time. And if I'm Madison, I'm keeping it moving next summer, really. That's got, got to be the only reason you're not in the England squad because you should really have had a lot of looking, really. You know, Telemans is going to keep it moving. It's just a mad thing for Leicester, really. You know, what's that, 11 goals or something like that in their last two games? It's crazy for them. You know, no one's really talking about it, but Everton was started very poorly. They got their first win. West Ham are having a... Obviously, things can turn around, but West Ham are not having the best of starts to the season. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. You know, anything can change. There's over 30, literally just over 30 games available. But still, left to play, but still, it's a bit mad. It's kind of crazy when you deep it. Calling him a monkey, boy. 
they're gonna try anything in it to for me you what can i say you lot all know it's disgusting we big up you lot that follow my channel they, we've lost count of of the amount of racial incidences we've had to go through and things like that you know and for venetius it must suck because obviously against celtic um a banana was thrown now in a, in madrid and again you know these madrid fans you know let's just say for all you know so you know there could be a calf in madrid that's venetius favorite calf to go get a flipping panini and the owner's an atletico fan and he could have been there doing the mazo that's for me when you've seen during the euros with the racial incidences anything that pops up here anywhere that's the chilling in society let alone football that's the scary thing for me it's like you don't know who these people are. These lot might be teachers, might be policemen, might be in, in, in serious positions or any position where they can do their nonsense. Really and truly a scary times, man. But what can you say? Football mirror society, man. Exactly. Shouldn't necessarily, as long as you know, you should show respect. You don't go out there to hurt anyone. But when it comes to skills and stuff, oh, you savage your opponent. You know, it's like boxing. You show respect to the boxer after the game, You after the fight, you, you know, you... Your hands get held together and stuff, but you're disrespectful before it. You know, you're punching man up. That's what it should be. In a day and age where footballers are just robots as well, and every bear man are shit, like even the sick players, when guys want to do skills and bring football back to its purity, this is what you need, really. Lots of big games during this international break for once. I'm excited for it. Ah, I'm not really, but yeah, man. Someone needs to get Felix out of the Atletico prison from Ward and Simeone. It's time to bust out, but. They're asking for a domestic for you, man. And that's why Jesus and anyone else who scores, bloody keep dancing, man. Keep dancing, man. They don't want us to shine. My youngest played his first junior Premier League game on Saturday. Kept telling him to pay the opposition no respect. He bagged the hat-trick. Bro, respect them for what? Respect them for what? Savage man up, bro. What do you think this is? Come on. I think the only reason they're not... Too many talks of Rogers getting sacked is that they gave him a new contract around when we sat through. Now there must there must be a hefty payout. Yeah, of course, of course, there's a hefty payout, and I don't know if Leicester want to do it. Maybe they they want they want Rogers to be the guy to walk because again, I'm not a finance man. I don't understand the contracts, but if they sack him, clearly that has to obviously the same eventuality. But if they sack him, that's completely different for him saying I don't know mutual termination or I want to walk. Let's just say he might be. If, if they sack him, he's entitled to five million. If he walks, he might only get a million. Now, from a business point of view, would you rather pay an outgoing manager a million or four million pound more? I don't know how these things go about, man. <laughs> Lingard's dancing. I don't know about firming that. Hey, careful, man. You got Lingard dancing. I remember Wilto dancing when we won the league at your ground. You like, man. What are you trying to trigger, trigger me for, man? I had to, man. There was Arsenal cap on with that one. But yeah, man, there's no need for it. And it's nothing's funny about it, but. You just have to laugh now, like you just, you just you just have to laugh, like you just have. To, unfortunately, you just have to make peace that not a damn thing is gonna happen and be and and be stopped. It's it's yeah, man. Until we stop playing and address the, the situation of racism, it will never end. Like taking the knee before the game, bro. Again, nothing's gonna change it. You they can do the the, the simple gestures of the knees. They can you know spend a portion of their budget getting a white man, a white girl, a black man, a black girl, an Asian man, an Asian girl, just all different faith religions to speak to her. You know when they put the black and white filter and everyone like say no to racism, say no to racism. You can do all of that, you know, but that's not gonna stop nothing. I don't I don't think racism can be stopped, but what you can do is serious, serious, serious sanctions, and it's not gonna happen. 
we had a wing, we had a winger who was short that used to pee take. He played against us. He played against a right back that was shorter than him and patted him, patted him on the head. That's what he should do, but he should have done a get back. <laughs> he who got patted on the head, ah, he's a scumbag. That's my sort of player, man. He needs to come play for Rungan still. As long as you know it's not that deep, it's just football, you know, it's calm. And again, it's about expression. You know, Vinicius got to Vinicius Jr. has got to this level because he's a skillers. So why don't you why do you want to take that out of man? Football's about joy. You wouldn't be a footballer if you never got joy from it. So let my man keep doing his thing. If he's doing it and it's not banging, if he's being disrespectful in any sort of way, but that's still the, the wickedest thing is, you know, that doesn't even give you the reason to refer to him as these brazy things that they're referring to him as. So what can you say, man? You know, away from that, apparently Tadebo received the quickest red card in league history by getting sent off just nine seconds into the Nice home defeat by Andrew. Didn't even get time to dirty the kit. What were you doing? Apparently Pogba's brother's been detained over alleged extortion plot people and that story there is just getting messy. On the topic of racism, apparently Stockport County League Two Club condemns reports of racism and sectarian chanting. And this was in relation to Saturday's game versus Harrogate Town. Again, this ain't going anywhere. It's more time. It's these ones that are hidden. You know, when you go on BBC.com, uh, uh, hidden amongst Arsenal's win against Brentford, uh, Everton, West Ham, and all these things, is these reports every week. Every week, people. Every week, man. Every week, man. So, yeah, man. It is what it is, man. The less, not even the less said that on it, the better. It's just, I've said everything. You've said it all. It is what it is, man. So, there you have it there, folks. But, yeah, looking at some other headlines, let's just call that latest news. Tab police are going to be on me. I actually, for once, need all these tabs. No, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. Well, we might need that. But, yeah, I actually want to start with Mikel Arteta's press conference and all of those things, man. They should be deductive points, man. I, I can't lie. At this point, it might as well just be violence, bro. You might never kick racism out, but you might be able to kick the twat that's being racist out and smack him up. So at least the next time he thinks about being racist, he remembers how his nose felt or whatever. Violence sometimes has to be the answer, man. Um, Mikel Arteta on the win, Vieira, and obviously Ethan Noari making his debut, people, the 15-year-old. Oh, he's going to go back to school on Tuesday, the man, isn't it? <laughs> what did you do with your weekend? Ah, nah, I just played, played in the Premier League. But anyways, people, you know, I was trying to... Moved this this tire at that age still, but um yeah. If you know, you know. On whether it was a nice kickabout with the boys, I love the banner, but they rattled us in it. But sometimes you need to be rattled in life to move mad. I'm really pleased with the way we played, the performance, how we control certain areas of the game that are very mandatory if you want to dominate a game against Brentford. I'm really pleased to minimize the opportunities for them. Amen. Because sometimes we've won games and it's been harder than it needs to be. We've presented too many teams with more opportunities than they need to have as well. I fully agree. On why Jack has improved. I mean, Jack has always been a decent player. The problem has always been just over-reliance on Xhaka to the point where even today, as good as he's been, if he's not in the team, there's issues. Xhaka should be allowed to have a facility to do his thing. But we need someone that can do what Xhaka does to a greater level. Um, anyways, his consistency, how he... And he's an intelligent player, anyways. 
and probably man of the match, along with probably Saliba, Ben White and a couple of others. Not that anyone doesn't deserve to have their name thrown into that. His consistency, how he goes about every day, what he's learned in different moments of his career, whether here or with the national team. Also, his willingness always to stay humble, to look forward and to try to get better. When you do that, normally good things happen on him leading today. I mean, Xhaka is the captain slash the captain in disguise sort of thing, really. He's more... I don't want to say he's more of a captain than Martin Odegaard, but to me as an ignorant fan, you're more of the captain I want to see than Martin Odegaard, if I'm honest. Big up Martin, though. Absolutely, and he was demanding it as well. I feel, I think he feels now that love and respect both ways. You see our supporters, big up to him, pardon me, the way they were singing to him as well. Emotionally, that makes him try to give even more. And he's an emotional guy, really. Like, we've come a long way. Like, I was at the game against Palace when the fans and Jacques had their thing, and it was a low for the club, man, really and truly. I'm really pleased for him because, in my opinion, he really deserves it. On whether Vieira can have a starting place, well, he shouldn't be here if he can't compete for a starting place. I think he's having good progression. Obviously, he missed the whole of pre-season due to injury. That was really unlucky. But we know his talent, the, the reasons why we signed him and what he can bring to the team. To do it against Brentford at this ground on his debut is a different story. He showed, again, his character and his qualities. On his best role, that's something that still needs to be decided. I mean, Mikel Arteta is not giving anything away. No matter what, he will need to be, um, you know, bare Google tabs open, bro. He will need to decide, am I a 10, able to play as an 8 or out wide or whatever? You know, you need to hone down one thing, but versatility. And especially when you've got players who can be versatile, why not put them in them roles? That's something that still needs to be decided. In those two attacking midfield positions, for sure, he's played off the side as well. So it's more about the relations he has in the unit on his side. And he did link up well with Saka and that. And whether he is more comfortable, but the position he played today fits him really well. On him taking risks, he is like this. He's a creative player. He needs to play with his gut feeling and his instincts. That's what he needs to do. And we need to create as many scenarios for him as possible to put his talent to the service of the team. What I like as well is the way he competes and the way he learned about the ugly part of the game really impresses me. On Ethan, it was a pure gut feeling. I met the boy. I really like what I saw. Obviously, Per and the academy staff gave me really good information. I mean, we need to get his scholarship sorted. Watch that space. Very talented player. Maybe that was a bit of a ploy there in that. Watch this space. There'll be a time to discuss. About him as well. I met him. He's trained a couple of times and his dad was an ex-pro with us as well. Obviously, he had to come because we had injuries, especially to Martin. And then I had the feeling from yesterday that if the opportunity could come, that I was going to do it and just done it. Good for Ethan. It shows what could be done. It's your first insight into being a real, real Premier League footballer. It shows there's a pathway at the club and Arsenal get their own bit of history. It's not where you start, it's where you finish because I think you could see Seth Fabregas, James Milner, all on that Harvey Elliott, who's now at Liverpool. And, you know, you know what Milner and Seth have given to the game. Ethan, for me, along with Miles Skelly-Lewis, Amir, uh, Amario Koza-Jubri and a couple of others, if they really want it, I think they could be Arsenal first-team players. Um, but you got to keep working respectfully to Matthew Briggs. He's up there for youngest Premier League players and he was at Fulham. Where is he now? And I think James Vaughan at one point, at Everton might have been there. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. So keep working. And he said, it's another step, another experience in your career. All the steps are not going to be forward after that. Maybe he needs three backwards to go another one forward. But as well, I think it sends a really strong message about who we are as a club. On Martinelli, in a year, if you look at the game that he played here a year ago and today, it's just incredible how fast they grow, they mature, they recognise situations. And it was, you know, I was like, raw, like Martinelli's all making the fans clap Ethan as well. It's like sometimes I forget how young these people are, man. I ain't got enough tabs open, man. I ain't got enough, man. I ain't got enough, bro.
yeah, he's there. He's right. They recognize situations, execution level. They under they understand it, and even physically, he looks a different player. I thought he was really good again today. Obviously, I'm not going to read this. We know we're in a different place to when we played them last year, in it, and it's rightly so. On if we're in a title race, you can ask me every day. Today we are top of the league. I'm so happy. Yesterday I was annoyed because we lost it, and we use that today as we want to get back there and show that we want to be there, and that's what we're going to do push to be the best that we can and that's the aim and then the table won't lie after 38 games when with Ethan he said these days it's better not to tell them anything just throw them in there and see what happens and that's true man just just give them no confidence man I mean give them confidence by giving them you know just go out there and have a healthy way to make mistakes on when Ethan knew he'd be in the squad I told him yesterday that he's going to be with us and that I wanted to experience to be at the hotel to see the preparations for the bench and be around the boys and that he had to be ready. If you're on the bench, you have to be ready. Obviously, he said congratulations and make it. He made his history as well. Obviously, it's going to be nicer for Mikel Arteta. I'm not, I don't need to read that to you. It's obviously going to be nicer for Mikel Arteta to win versus losing a year before. Um, you know, on our plans into international break, he said, personal plans, the Maldives? No, I don't know. I haven't planned yet. I want to spend some time with my kids and my family, whether that will be in London or away, and look after the boys that are here because we have quite a few. We need to look after them as well because some of them are injured and to start to prepare because we have a beautiful game coming up very soon. I hope it is a, a beautiful game. So, yeah, man, obviously the club always want to give you know, opportunities to young players, but let the man be a young player. Let's not overnight people that didn't know anything about him. He's going to be the best thing since sliced bread at 15. It's not where you start. It's where you finish. You know, you got there because you earned it. Arsenal didn't give you anything. You've been working hard. Your family's been doing their thing. Keep working, Ethan, and it can happen for you. And he's a man that is wanted by City, by Chelsea. Liverpool have tried to as well. So hopefully he signs a scholarship and we're doing all we can to convince him there's a pathway. As I said, I think if he really wants it, I think him, Miles, Koza Jubri, they can beat Arsenal first teamers. What they do beyond that is down to them. I'm not saying they can make 100 appearances or whatever. I think they've got it in them. So, yeah, big up Fabio Vieira, people. Martinelli's been gassing it. He said it was lucky. Uh, Fabio joked on his strike, but Gabby added, don't say that. He's been practising that shot every single day, so it's not luck. Fabio then said, I'm really happy, of course, to score my first goal with this club. It was nice to see the celebrations from Jesus and obviously the little fusion thing you was doing with Martinelli. We started the season really well and we need to keep doing this. Everybody play, everybody plays, everyone knows what they have to do on the pitch and we need to keep doing this. Pick him up. He said, we are always together. He's a very good guy and everyone loves him. What I can do to help him, I will do. And not just him, but everyone in the squad. I'll do my best to help him. With him, it's easier because he speaks Portuguese. It's easier what I can do, I will do to help him. He's a nice guy and a very good friend. Lovely, lovely stuff there, people. So, yeah, closing that, closing that, closing that. This was just some more information on Ethan, people, you know, and how he's become, you know, the youngest top flight player. Once again, it's where you, it's not where you start, it's where you finish, but he can be filled with optimism at 15 years age of age and 181 days old, people. He's been a player that's lit. People have been knowing about him, people. You know, like I said, if if we're not able to keep, we're going to be in issues. He did well against Reading last year. He's been called up to England. We already spoke about these things as well, people. As I said already, you know, I didn't need this to tell me this. City, Liverpool, as you expect, they want him. You know, everybody wants good players. I don't know if the you would definitely learn a lot at Chelsea. You know, you would definitely you'll definitely learn a lot at Chelsea. You'll definitely learn a lot at City. Is the pathway necessarily as clear as Arsenal? I don't know. But yeah, he joins a lovely list of players, people. And like I said, you know, well, it's not there anymore. Matthew Briggs used to be here, but you can go on and do things. 
So, yeah, big him up, man. Keep doing your thing, Ethan. Jesus, obviously, as we said, Jesus' suspension is now reality ahead of the Tottenham game. Realistically, you'd probably expect him to get carded. Like, obviously, he's probably going to get carded. Like, he's going to make a tactical foul and get carded. You know, that it comes with the territory. So, he probably won't play against Liverpool in that regard. And it happens really and truly, you know. In just seven Premier League appearances, he's picked up four yellows, people, and that's because of the tactical fouls. I'm not me, and, and and he's got the passion, and I love it. Only five other top five players have have the same number of bookings, people, and obviously Paulino got his fifth on Friday, so he can't play against Newcastle after the international break. It's not until each respective club's 19th league match of the season that the threshold to receive a ban is lifted from five cards to, to 10. Therefore, Jesus will be hoping not to receive a yellow in any of Arsenal's next 12 league matches, which won't be until early 2023. So at some point, we're going to have the mad October in it. But again, squad depth, you need it. Eddie, you've signed a new deal. Mikel Arteta, you've given him that. It happens. And for me, I'm not really away from it because you need to do that, really. I'm surprised he's the only one. Maybe he's just the one that they've written about, but probably a couple of other players should be up there. It comes with where we want to go. Again, Tab Police, we're clearing through this. Points taken by Arsenal after seven games in each of the last five years, people. We've taken 18, which is higher than the last four. Once again, it's a good start. We need to keep going, you know. 18 last year it was 10 before that and the year after that it was 12 18 19 it was 15 um away from that only two players have scored in 50 different pl games without losing one gabriel jesus and james milner now there will be a time jesus scores and we lose but it's a good record undertaker settings um jesus's game against brentford by numbers he got a goal he made two tackles two take-ons three shots on target one possession three times had four shots which again some of them i want to see a lot better because i don't think we're giving him anything five jewels one eight touches in the up box and he scored but that's what i mean my striker should have a lot more touches especially a game with one three nil we could have scored five four six um you know and all of these sort of things we need to have him more. We need to be spamming more creative chances. But it's lovely to see Jesus has seven goal involvements in seven PL games for us people. Lovely signing. Brazilian magic. Samba brilliance. Arsenal have now won a Premier League away game against 48 of the 49 different teams they faced in the competition's history. Only Bradford AFC remains undefeated. I don't think we'll be bucking them anytime soon. Uh, you know, Saka has, you know, he's not in good form and all of that and all that malarkey, but he's been directly involved in 36 Premier League goals for Arsenal, 18 goals and 18 assists. He's now the second most of any player while age 21 or younger for the club in any competition. He's overtaken Nicholas Anelka with 35 and Cesar Vegas as well, people. So yeah. And no, sorry, and he's behind only Cess. You're in good, you're in good esteem there, really. Of the 19 players to have scored in their first ever Arsenal start in the Premier League, Fabio Vieira is the first to have found the net from outside of the box. It's been a long time since we've celebrated a Vieira go full stop, man. And you're in good company. I, again, I don't want to play this because I don't know if copyright laws are going to shag me, but fans were asking Edu to sign Mudruk. I, listen, I'm not playing around when it comes to YouTube. Big up my guy, Waleed. He said, short thread on the BS Sky commentators have spouted this game. Again, this was nonsense as well, which I have. A, there's some statistics somewhere with the tabs that dispels this. You know, Fiera claims a throw after getting slide tackled. This is the Premier League. You're not going to get those. Jesus is looking to prove a point after not making the Brazil squad, which could be true, but have you seen the last of it? Apparently, Brentford have been affected by... Well, yeah, I'm not too sure on that. A Brentford player is offside as Gabriel tries to clear the ball. I'm not sure what the rule says on that. True. So, yeah, man, biased media and that. 
Big up Ethan again. He becomes the youngest ever PL player at 15 years of age, 181 days old. And he's born in 2007. I started secondary school then. Bracey. Uh, as we said, Jesus is obviously one one from a suspension. Jesus got one yellow card for Man City in 28 appearances in the Prem last season. He has four in seven games for Arsenal this season. He's the same best defensive forward in the world, as Pep said. He'll be suspended for us soon because we are referee different. Big problem. And again, can't really disagree with that, can you? Um, really? I don't know why I was on Shaqua there, but fair enough. Most goals from set pieces in the Premier League this season. Liverpool... Uh, Tottenham and saving the best till last. Arsenal all tied with fifth. So, yeah, the set-piece coaches are doing their thing. Uh, big up Granite Xhaka as well for his first half against Brentford. He was quality, as was Gabriel Jesus, full stop, really. And the whole team, really. Everybody was... Uh, Arsenal scored six goals in the opening 30 minutes of games this season. The joint most al alongside City. We've conceded a lot in the second half, so there's a lot to, a lot to be worked on there. Any others? Only Haaland has more goal contributions than Gabriel Jesus this season. You know, Kane, De Bruyne, Tony and Jesus are all tied on seven. Some have more goals and assists than others. Haaland's an alien in it, really and truly. So it is what it is in that regard. Vieira versus United. Marquinhos and Turner versus Zurich. Ethan versus Brentford. Arsenal have handed out debuts in three successive matches for the first time since August last September 2011, where you had uh, Oxford Chamberlain against United. Our very old manager, Mikel Arteta, Mertesacker and Ben Ayun um, versus Swansea and Andre Santos against Dortmund. Only Kevin De Bruyne with six has more assists than Saka with four this season. Brentford have lost just one of their last eight Premier League home games prior to today. Decent. Jesus has now scored as many PL games um, goals for Arsenal as Lacazette managed in the whole of last season. I love Lacazette, but... We were in the gutter, man. We was, in, and this is why I tried to tell fans: don't praise footballers for working hard. Hey, this does it all, so you don't need to overcompensate. And I was watching; I only watched the first half of uh, Leon versus PSG. I can't lie; Lacazette was not it at all, man. He wasn't it at all, man. He wasn't it at all, man. Ethan was born after Omri's last performances in his in his original spells an Arsenal player. Saka has one goal and four assists in his last four matches. I mean, it's not bad considering he's been quiet, but Saka can do a lot more than that. We've kept three clean sheets from four PL away games this season. How many have we kept at home? Because we ain't done too much there. So, yeah, we scored seven goals in the opening 30 minutes of Premier League games this season, which along with City's up there. Uh, big up this United Arena account because it's nice to see people are not biased. But Vieira was fouled and the co-commentator on Sky said he'll have to get used to that in the PL as it, as if to say it's rough and, and Fabio Vieira wouldn't have to face that elsewhere. He has no idea Fabio Vieira was fouled 2.97 times per 90 last season in Portugal and only Zaha with 3.29 in the Premier League was fouled more. But you know how he's welcome to the fucking Bremen, all this well malarkey. And there is a lot of truth with that, obviously. Yeah, I don't know really because it is a physical league. But then you know, I guess it depends on what team you support and if you're allowed to make physical tackles or you get the benefit of the doubt and things like that. I personally don't know, but yeah, man, we'll have to see what's going on in that regards. So yeah, there's that. Big up Eddie and Ket. Yeah, that's a fantastic achievement. Where's the time gone? He's made a hundred appearances for Arsenal Football Club. Don't know how many have been ninety. Don't know how many have been starts. But you know, you've signed a new deal. You showed some quality towards the end of last season. You've now made 100 appearances, so it's now time to judge you slightly harsher, in my opinion. We've kept, well, we've already saw that. Tab police. Big up, Saka. 
So yeah, man, you lot are seeing all of that. You've seen that already. Sorry, folks. So yeah, man, Thomas Frank said as well. I think they, you know, big up Thomas Frank. He said, I always hate losing, but it was a well-deserved defeat. I can't argue with that. We lost to the first in the table and they also performed like the number one. I think they've been brilliant. And which he said that before the game. I think that we actually performed quite well. I know the result will always overshadow a little bit, but I think it was quite a good performance that will cause a lot of teams trouble here at the GTEC Community Stadium. I'm just going to call it Griffin Park. No doubt about that. If we want to play and beat a team like Arsenal, their current former title contender, from my perspective, then we need to hit a 10 out of 10. The big plus is that they scored two goals from what I would say is their only chances in the first half for getting Martinelli's effort. Other than that, something after one minute. We're very but as a principal, I'd like to avoid that. We want to do something special. Fair enough. Then a little bit on the second goal, I think we could have avoided that, but it was a brilliant ball from Shaka. But we stayed in the game, coming out in the second half, yeah, and then we patched it with the third. One one goal could change the momentum. Then Arsenal showed why they're a big club. Their captain Odegaard, a key man for them, was out, and they replaced him with Fabio Vieira, a 22-year-old they bought for 35 million quid or something, and that's the difference, weren't it? A little less. So they showed that quality in glimpses and moments, but I think we performed and kept our discipline throughout the game. We're not a team that was falling apart. It would have been easy after 47 minutes and 3-0 down to let our heads drop, but no, no, we kept going, and consistency is what will get us good performances and hopefully a lot of points. Big up you, mate. Big up your team. You know, Ben Mee said, again, we never got going. It was a difficult game. We never really got going or stuck into them. Fair play to them. They're a good side, a well-drilled side. We didn't create many chances. They're not only good going forward, they're good defensively as well. So, yeah, big up Ben Mee. Very honest chat from you lot. We've already saw that. We've already saw that. We've already saw that as well. Um, we already know the club's in talks with Saliba to try and tie him, Saka and Martinelli down to new deals, as they should be, you know. Anything else? Anything else here, Arsenal, before we get into the other stuff? Big big up Ben White as well. Oh, David Luiz moving mad. Apparently, Xhaka came close to leaving. We're going to see all of that. Again, Saliba hadn't trained for 10 days before Arsenal's win at Brentford. Again, imagine what my man could do when he does train. He said he was superb. He hasn't trained for 10 days because he had some discomfort, but he comes in and comp and competes like that. Not only the goal when he's defending, but he does the ugly part of the game that people won't recognise he deserves credit. And I mean, composed on the ball. I think you and Ben White, because they were, you know, they were trying to pop it over Ben White's head early on. They did well, like they did against Zaha for Crystal Palace. You know, lovely, you know, lovely turn that led to Fabio Vieira's goal. It's, it's, it's his little turn as the last man. He's found Fabio Vieira. So one, two you know, between them. And obviously him and number with a number of players, you know, are, 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 are the goal with Jesus, our second goal, that was 14, 15 passes. Don't worry, man. I see that. That was crazy. But yeah, man, that's that. What is this about? You know, big up. Doesn't stand for racism and all that nonsense. So yeah, big up that. We all know Jack has been close a number of times to leaving Arsenal Football Club, people. What has Fabrizio Romano himself said? Jose Mourinho's a massive fan. There was absolutely nothing between Xhaka and Roma or Leverkusen this summer, despite rumours. He's always been key for Arsenal's project and his departure was never close. My only issue with Xhaka, as good as he is or isn't, him and Partey, not that it's anything, but they're 29. 
Now, Jacker's situation at Arsenal is always volatile and he's the best thing since sliced bread now. Fans might not say the same thing if other things are happening. Personally, I think he's a good player. You use him, you rotate him, but I think you need someone that does whatever Arteta demands of him to another level. With Partey, like Xhaka, the quality is there, but for different reasons, if you're not fit. Now, these lot are 29. They're very much for the present. You throw in El Nene as well. Where is that long-term central midfielder in the same way you've got players in the front three, you've got and them sort of regions, you've got players defensively that are here. Don't wait until Xhaka says, you know what, I loved it here, but I'm, I didn't grow up in London. I want to go and try something else or party. Something happens before we do that. Too much because all right. You know, I swear we almost sold Xhaka for 12 million quid as well. We've been linked with Locatelli, people. Again, I don't think anyone wants to be, you know, believe any of these rumors coming out of Italy or with Italian players. Sorry for hitting the mic. We've seen it with Vlahovic, Locatelli. We've been here in it. Apparently, people, uh, Manuel Locatelli did not convince Juventus and Allegri himself spoke of it as a backup from England. They are now re-evaluating Arsenal's renewed interest in the former Swallow. So I don't know where the actual report of that is, but, you know, I'm, I'm open to taking it if we could really and truly, people. So, yeah, that marks the end of any potential latest news or anything. Let me put an hour 12.30. Big up you lot for you lot's thoughts. As usual, you lot are amazing. Let me spin the block for you lot. Jesus getting four yellows. Passion, Xhaka getting four yellows, scum, double standard. I mean, who says that about... I don't say that about Xhaka. I do think I've always tried to defend Xhaka. You know, everyone makes out he gets one yellow card and then he gets sent off. You know, how many times has he been given a second yellow? Yes, Xhaka does some mad stuff at times. I don't think he's doing mad things every week when he was in in, in this in this good, good bit of form. But yeah, man. So yeah, man. Big up Granite. It's nice to see the fans got a lot of love for the players. And most fans, you know, because most fans, Xhaka is never going to be their cup of tea, but they can admit what he's bringing. Some people that are, you know, like what Xhaka's doing and stuff could see we need better. I fall into that camp. I like Xhaka. I think he could be part of this thing. But I think we need someone that's that's better than that, really and truly. Um, I don't think he's as good as his fanboys, like the over fanboys. And there's obviously people that are running the agendas. You can't really agenda people because everything's gravy when you're winning, isn't it? DG, the term Partey made in midfield and was fouled by Janssen, in your opinion, shouldn't that have been a card? Yeah, two-man clamped him, bro. There was a couple of times I'm looking at the ref like, hang on, right? Like, you know, if we did that, bloody hell, you know, Xhaka's getting remanded to Belmarsh, really and truly, or the nearest or, 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 or the nearest jail to wherever that is, really. You know? You'd rather miss a game against Liverpool than one against Spurs. You'd rather have him for both. Ideal scenario is that, you know... Gabby Jesus doesn't pick up one against Spurs, doesn't pick up one against Liverpool, and so be it, in it. Or, you know, you get it in the Liverpool game if you have to. Yeah, he has. Jack has coached a lot of them. I mean, these men are footballers, bro. <laughs> it is. With the utmost respect to Martin, who has shown us leadership qualities, Xhaka is the captain of Arsenal. Just look at him at the start of every week. Even Martin's listening is true. But everyone, man, the captain's in their own way, man. I wouldn't want Odegaard to behave in a way that's not natural to him. If the shouting thing is not you, don't do it. You know, I personally think Arsenal needed to go back to that. That you've seen in all or nothing. The Granite Xhaka sort of types. Maybe Tien if he was fit. Left field choice would be Ramsdale. I personally think that's what we need rather than lead by example. But then again, you do see Odegaard doing the coaching thing. Are you happy in life and what makes you happy every day? Uh, well, a bit of a left question. I'm, I'm happy. 
But I'm at the same time, I'm not. I always want more, you know. I'm happy because I've got my health. I've got loved ones. I've got you lot. I've got the will to be better. I've got some fucking good looks, you know. I'm blessed that I'm not rich, but I'm in an okay place financially, you know, which, again, it, it, is, is what you need to be in life. Again, far from it. You don't need to get the subs up and that. But, yeah, man, I've got... I just aspiring for more. You always want more. I'm not, I'm not happy in that. I, like I see the life I want, I guess, and then I want to get there. But I'm not, not happy. I'm thankful for everything, man. Very thankful. There was a time where I wasn't necessarily, but yeah, man. Gotta count your blessings, man. My brother, keep up the good work you are doing for we, the fans of this great club. May Allah bless you with so much, more, so much wisdom to do, to do that. You continue to update us. I appreciate that, man. Fucking nice, nice words. Apologies for swearing. Nice ass words, man. Appreciate that, my dude. Thank you very much, man. And everyone else, man, that's a very nice guy, man, or, or girl, or whoever, man. Obviously, you like, ain't exactly got pictures and them things there up, so it's kind of difficult to make out what's what is who. But it's calm. 164 likes, people appreciative of that. If you haven't hit the like button, hit the like button. Can we get to 200? Everyone going on like they've always backed Jack all of a sudden, yeah. But that's how football is, you know. Everyone becomes an expert on Mudrick. Everyone becomes an expert on Granite. And they'll be onto him. But that's football. Everyone's your best. This is why I keep saying for the players, for the collective unit at Arsenal, they shouldn't listen to noise. Everyone's your best friend when you win. We've been here with Xhaka. Everyone's an enemy when you lose. You know, just the other week, people were saying, some people were saying, oh, why do we bring Fabio Vieira in? We've got similar players. We don't really know what he brings. Da -da 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 -da. Now you see what I've gone. Jackosexuals are right. I still don't think they're right. <laughs> you know, they've won the beef over the ones that agenda him. Teeny defensively excellent. Who would you play in the big games? Him or Zinchenko? It all depends, bro, what you're trying to do. I do personally feel North London derby. I want Teeny in there personally. But then again, Zinchenko could go and Spurs' midfield is quite congested. They play free at the back. Zinchenko does run into midfield. But then again, he's not really aware defensively like you saw for Anthony's goal. Well, actually, Anthony, before he scored at Old Trafford, there was a moment just before that as well. It's about recognising this. This is why I keep saying the Leicester game, you know, because you remember before they scored, before the VAR re ruled out their penalty, we was having them brain farts. You know, the warning signs were there. More time that the warning signs were there at United as well. That pass from Xhaka was class, but Xhaka always has a mistake in him and gives away yellow cards too often. To be fair, if you're going to be in the middle of the park, you're going to give yellow cards away. City get yellow cards every week. Man of the match from Arsenal match was Jesus. I mean, it could be Jesus, it could be Xhaka, it could be Ben White, it could be Saliba, you know, and probably some other guys I ain't said. Good problems. Want to see them get like top 10, but yesterday they got dominated. They did fall apart, gave up after 2-0. If we keep everyone fit and keep good morale, we can win this league. I think I don't know for winning leagues, my bro. And anything that starts with if, I always look at it a bit pessimistically because again, we're betting on a lot. And where's your car? Oh, someone made a great comment about the West Ham game where Odegaard was doing the captain thing last year. Love seeing the numbers in the stream for the watch along. Love your work, Ballistic Balassi. My guy. Teeny's defensively excellent. Who would you play in the... I already saw that, you know. And again, I think Teeny was even... Obviously, he can't do it like Zinchenko, but, you know, Zinchenko tries to defend. He can't do the defending thing like Teeny. Teeny tries to do the guy in... He's trying to go in midfield and do that, but he's not Zinchenko. But 
he's doing a thing. I, I can't, it all depends. But I, if, if it's a game where we're playing proper wingers, then I'm going to obviously bet on Tierney. If it's a game where we're probably going to be on the front foot a bit more and, you know, party and Xhaka a bit switched on, then I'll probably say, you know what, Zinchenko and Ben White's obviously there as well. Zinchenko, you know what, you go and do your thing. Pardon me. Yeah, pull it back, my guy. It's a pause. It's not coming up. Why could Jesus miss the Liverpool game? I think I missed it because he's, you know, his next yellow card, he's missing out. So, obviously, what you probably expect, if he picks up a yellow card against Spurs, then that's him done for the Liverpool game. Is Son back for Spuds? I mean, Son's a baller. You know he's going to score against us or he's going to dive or he's going to do something. DG, do you think Arsenal didn't sign Telemans because he knew Xhaka was a better player for us? Maybe, but, you know, we need depth, really. And, you know, again, Xhaka and Partey are both 29. They're here for the present, you know. They, they, as much as, you know, clearly Xhaka and Partey, they're happy in London, family, the manager likes them, the project, and that they're 29. They're, they're of a spectrum of the project, you know. Like we saw with Aubameyang, Aubameyang's attitude or whatever highlighted us needing to buy a striker. But as I, you lot can go back on YouTube, the moment, do you remember when we was talking about Aubameyang signing that new deal? I said the work for a new striker needs to begin. And that's a problem of Arsenal. We only address things, What you know, even sign the centre-back to cope with David Luiz going the other day. We need to fix things before they get to that, really and truly. Look, Xhaka's probably contracted until 2024, maybe another option, you know. You need to cut sign, somewhat move players on before, not saying sell him for no reason, but move on from people before it gets to that. And, you know, Wenger in his prime, he was very good at that. Nice kick about with the boys, lads. I don't think the Brentford beef is ever going to last. Hugo Lloris injured. Them man, they're probably lying, man. We know Kane scoring. We know they're getting a pen. We know they're dying. We know Spurs are going to cheat, man. We know what to expect, bro. Josie, I can't lie. I don't know what I'm going for your comment, but you made a fantastic comment, but it sucks, really. DGC, the Madrid derby, it's looking like Rodrigo is coming good. Yeah, he's becoming the truth, man. We just need to get these players fit and I think we're going to be real title contenders. Our target for now should be the Champions League. I don't know about title contenders. Let's just keep winning games and see what I go on, my pro. Let's just keep winning games. Don't think... Don't want to see Richarlison or Kulisevsky cook, cook Zinchenko on the break. Would rather see Tierney. I hear that. You're not wrong. 187 people. Can we get to 200? Great number. But we can do a lot better. I believe in you lot, mate. Let me see if I've missed anything else. He's a very aggressive player. Like, I like aggressiveness because Arsenal haven't really been that, really. Like, you need aggressiveness. There it is. Facts, DG. I remember when Martin was on loan, we was 3-0 down to West Ham. Martin coached and pulled us back to 3-0. I rate Renger, but he has to hold some L for the position he plays, Xhaka. To be fair, he said Xhaka was a box-to-box -box midfielder or this advanced role. He said this. And people looked at him like he's smoking butch. I don't think... I think the only thing that really didn't help Xhaka is there was a lot of comparisons to, to N'Golo Kante rather inaccurately. I remember Jujuru said he's the Swiss Perlo and there's been times when he definitely looked like Perlo or Jacadinho in an Arsenal shirt, but I wouldn't quite go there really. I think if Xhaka was more of a squad player, then it'd be calm and I think, yeah. I like I like Xhaka, man. I think obviously I do think his potential is quite capped. I don't I do think we're not gonna get to that next level until we break away from over reliance on him. Again, for me, the ideal world would be keeping Xhaka. You're part of the squad. You can play as many games as you want, but getting someone that can do whatever Arteta demands of Granite Xhaka to another level. But right now is not the time to discuss that. And right now, Xhaka is doing his thing. So no complaints, man. 
praise and critique where we see fit or where fairly, man. If you're doing your job, you get praise. If you did badly, we have to ask questions. So, yeah, man. Is what it is. To stay up to date with DJ when he goes live, follow him on Twitter. Thank you very much for that one. Big up, Jack. Vieira. Whoa, come on. Bro, our fans are different, man. They get onto Smith Row, they get onto our fans are different, man. Every fans, every fan base has the weird sorts of fans, man. You got weird fans, bro. You got weird fans. Should Arsenal play possession-based football against Spurs? Spurs play the best against such teams. Bro, yeah, but what I would say, something that we didn't learn, you know, and again, like at Old Trafford, and this is where I need to look at my gaffer. Spurs struggle to break down low blocks. So do not be open on the transition. Like we played Spurs last season, we were hella open. If we went there, we might still have lost, but if we went there with a back three, then certain gaps wouldn't have been in the squad on the counter-attack. Or like you saw way again, the signs were there, way before Cedric conceded a pen or holding got sent off. Neither one is able to deal with Son. One's getting tight, one's not. You know, where if it's a free at the back, someone could do things. Make sure they're difficult to break down. And again, just because on the face of it, one L in our in the seven games, eight games we've played, there's been one L. Sometimes you need to change things when things when we're even doing things right. Arteta didn't against United. You can never win because if he did change things, fans, including maybe me, would say, why did you? But you can't just wait for an L before you change things. Sometimes you need to tweak and, ch and chop and change certain issues. So, yeah, I mean, we're a possession-based team. We might as well stick to our strengths. I think Spurs should have confidence against Arsenal. We should have confidence. I don't think any team's playing amazing, you know. For Arsenal, I want revenge. Simple as that, really. But you get the point. If he gets a yellow card against Spurs, he misses, he misses the Liverpool game. Likewise, if he gets a, a yellow card in the Liverpool game, which you hope would be it, you know, because that means he gets to technically play both. Whoever is after Liverpool, whoever that might be, is probably someone tough, you know, because all the games are brazy from now to the end of the year. It is what it is. Nine more likes and we've hit 200 people. This is fantastic, but it could be a lot better. Keep running that up and thank you very much in advance. DG, how long do you think City would, would get tired of Haaland before we get him? you got to wait till Haaland's about 50 years of age, my brethren. But if Haaland wants a real challenge... I'm going to link your Norwegian captain at the Emirates, man. Anyone could score goals at City, bro. Show you can score when we play on NA and Lukonga behind you. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, hopefully Zinchenko and everybody else is fit as well. I don't know if this is anything to read into seriously, people, but... Expert issues, big Arsenal claim after Zinchenko leak. Again, is the sensationalised headline going to match up? But Arsenal would have ideally wanted news of Zinchenko's injury to remain under lock and key before their clash with Brentford last summer. I mean, last Sunday. Who wouldn't? You know, you do. Would what club wouldn't want to keep certain news out in a day and age where you can't? Everybody's going to find something, and it weren't even us, really. The Ukrainian media hotted up the thing and said it. So yeah, man. And again, as you saw, the national team confirmed it. Apparently, this illustrates the disparity between what is out there in the public domain and what is happening internally. Voices within the game will maybe have a better understanding of what is happening before it comes out in the media. I think people in Brentford camp would have been aware of those of these issues before the Ukrainian FA announced anything. 
there isn't a lot of information you're able to keep under lock and key. It is a very small network of people who are involved in the game. There's a big chance that things are always going to leak out. Ideally, clubs would like to keep information away from their opponents, but around international breaks, if players are admitted, questions are going to be asked. International teams, in fact, tend to be a lot more transparent in terms of updates they provide for absent players, which is true. One thing that's been common with Spurs this season is they don't play well. They don't play that good in the first half, but always almost always dominate the last 25-30. They always have quality. And again, they're doing well, but that's what I mean. I don't think it's sustainable. And I'm not just saying that as a sour fan, but yeah. It's crazy because half this Arsenal team is playing with injuries. Saliba didn't train for 10 days. Gabriel had a knock and played with numbing spray. Partey wasn't ready to play 90 and been rushed back. Ben as well. Ramsdale as well. Saka probably. And just about anything. This is why when people sit there and say players don't care, they're chatting shit. Rafael Leal, bad boy footballer. I don't know if it's Serie R tax, but I would like him at the Emirates, you know. I don't know his capabilities to play up front. Seems to love playing off that left. But a lit player, man, you know, gets goals and assists, gives us something. And I like that little skill he does where, you know, when he does a step over his right and then takes it on his left and busts out. Just to keep up the, the 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 theme with racism, people, we saw it in the Stockport game. We've seen it in the Madrid derby. Apparently, the MLS are to investigate after DC United's taxi Fontas allegedly uses racial slur against Inter Miami's Damian Lowe. What a cunt. Crazy, man. Arsenal style of play is better on the eye than Spurs. It is, but you know, Spurs' style of play got them top four, and both play both teams are more or less in an I, I, identical bit of bit of um bit of form. We're both near the top end of the table. We have much better defensive depth than Spurs, in my opinion. I think it's debatable, you know, because they've got a couple of defenders that you forget are part of the furniture. Tenganga, San Sanchez, and all them, and they're maybe. I think we got better defenders. You know, I like Romero. I think they gas up a bit. You know, I'm taking Romero at our club. You know, I do like a couple of them. I think our fullbacks are better, you know, apart from Cedric, you know. But yeah, Spurs players never get injured. Not really fair, but I hear that. You're green. Not sure what that means, but shout out to you, man. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I hear that. And I appreciate you, those of you who have one more like and we've hit the jackpot still. Great stuff, people. Great stuff. So yeah, man. Jesus looks to be the best player with a nine, with nine for for since Ian Wright. I hope he can live up to even a percentage of what Ian Wright's been able to achieve at Arsenal. Appreciate you lot, people. We've crossed the two hundred barrier. We've been here for ninety minutes, but with that being said, yeah, I'm gonna leave you lot, people. I'm gonna go and have my lunch on this bank holiday. I'll catch you lot tomorrow. I think I'm meant to do FM content, but I've got to go out, people. So that's going to be postponed. We'll go again tomorrow. We might even do it later today. Make sure you're following on Twitch. Don't forget to like and subscribe. First things first, make sure you all stay safe. You stay healthy. Appreciate you lot support across Twitch and YouTube. Your engagement, your talking points, supporting the thing. It means the world, people. Where my Twitch runs are concerned, is there any channels to raid? No, there isn't. So, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a dead one still. But, yeah, man, I'm going to love and leave you lot. I'll catch you lot tomorrow at 11.30, where, again, it's the international break. What we'll talk about, I have no clue. But we'll make it happen, people, as we always do. Appreciate you lot support. You lot enjoy what's left of your morning, afternoon, evening or night. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Make sure you're commenting, you're liking, you're subscribing, you're following all the socials, information's in the description of the video. One love. <laughs> I've been given like
Like,